All right. Thanks for coming back to the uh, Bigfoot Society podcast. Today, we have the privilege of talking to uh, Jay Pachochin from uh, the Kettle Moraine area of Wisconsin. And uh, Jay, thanks for coming on. I'm going to go ahead and have you kind of introduce yourself, if you don't mind. All right. Hey, thank you very much for having me on your show, number one. Um, let's see, where to begin? It was back in 1967. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I just, I dated myself there, but... Uh, I always call myself just a, a normal guy, a family guy, a working guy, except with this uh, coronavirus thing going on. It's kind of had me stuck in home because I'm not essential, apparently. Um, <laughs> but, you know, through my whole life, I have always had a fascination with uh, the weird, the bizarre and crazy. I mean, this even goes back to like uh, Creature Features back yeah. in the 70s, probably a lot, way before yeah. your time there. Um, but, you know, I was into the Godzilla movies, King Kong. Oh, okay. Um, cool. You know, when people were out, uh, I, I like to say playing softball and everything, I was downstairs watching Godzilla. and uh, That's awesome. <laughs> thanks. But, you know, I've always been into the weird. So I've always been kind of a strange character. But it wasn't until like 1977 uh, where I was living in Lindenhurst, Illinois. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, me and my family at night on a Friday night uh, saw an amazing display of lights uh, in the sky. It was my first UFO encounter. It was all of ours and it was fascinating. It wasn't just like a star um, or like a meteor. This thing was spinning, hovering, not moving, silent, silent. Then it would blink out and it would be across the sky within a second. Wow. It just, it, it blew us away, but it, it stayed in our area, which, you know, now I wish I would have had my phone record it. Yeah. And then, then quite, then question why were the UFOs around there and hovering around, which is pretty creepy. But uh, my grandpa who was uh, in early chapter MUFON in Chicago, Illinois, mm-hmm. uh, we had a great bond there. And he was, I always say, like to say he was a very early version of uh, Fox Mulder and yep. uh, yeah, he was searching for the truth. So, Throughout my life, even though I've always been into the uh, strange, unusual uh, circumstances out there, you know, or the experiences people do, I was really into at least, uh, you know, when TAPS formed uh, Ghost Hunters. Yep. Um, that was the only one on the TV at the time. And uh, as much as I was watching it, I was really into it. But after a season or two, I remember going, is this real or is this just TV? So I formed, uh, me and my wife formed a team called the Wisconsin Paranormal Investigators, and we would bring uh, some friends, whoever showed interest, and our team got up to about like 10, you know, uh, 10 different teammates, and it was a revolving door of people, and we would research um, uh, houses, Uh, people would request for us to come out, and we'd have to try to help debunk it or to see if we can capture any evidence, and uh, yeah, we we would do like the Ohio State Reformatory. Okay. in, um, yep. in Ohio. And yep. um, then at this point, it was getting to be around 2012-ish or 13. The requests weren't coming in anymore. Um, mm. TV exploded with, I like to say, all the supernatural stuff, ghost adventures. Right, yeah. Uh, you, you, you've seen them all. They just started mm-hmm. saturating the TV. Sure. And, um, you know, at that point, I'm like, even the team started getting a little, I want to say a little burned out. I mean, mm. it just what, what it was. And I thought, you know what, 
I live here in Wisconsin, Southeast Wisconsin. We're okay. about 15 minute drive from Bray road. I mean, we've all heard of Bray road. Oh really? That's, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. 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 So yep. I'm like, since I'm not just into ghosts, I, I'm into anything crazy and bizarre. Mm-hmm. I thought, Hey, you know, as a team, let's just go drive down Bray road. You know, it's a five yeah, mile sure. road. Um, you know, you know, I was going to say, there's nothing ominous about the road, maybe at night. Cause you know, you, you, you have that, uh, that, that already that thought that, whoa, you know, there's something out here, but yeah, if you're just, drive, if you're just driving down yep. it's all farmland, you can't get off to investigate because everybody owns that farmland. And they're, they're oh, okay. Yeah. Third or fourth generation shot at, farmers. right. Exactly. I, I don't <laughs> want to do that. Yeah. 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 And, uh, um, okay. So we would do that, but then as we just kept driving, we would do like two, 3 a.m. drives around there. We started going further north and we ended up in the Kettle Moraine. Okay. And yep. in the Kettle Moraine, there was four of us that one night and we got out and actually walked into the woods at dark. We're, we're pretty good. It was October. It was a nice fall night. And uh, we get out there and you know, we're thinking Beast Bray Road. And all of a sudden we heard something. And I was recording at the time, but it was a cheap digital tape camcorder sure and uh it, it really was it was horrible with capturing faraway sounds oh, we yeah, heard yeah. we we heard this it almost sounded like a simian like a like a monkey um and none of us have heard it i mean we're all you know in our later 40s you know at the time or mid 40s and nobody ever heard this and uh we kind of boot scoot and boogied out of there okay uh, pretty quick but uh yeah yep. then uh we wanted to like check on the, the soundboards of all indigenous Wisconsin animals and we could never find a match. And at that point I'm like, wait, somebody said Bigfoot. And I'm like, you know, the one thing nobody ever asked me, you know, I believe Loch Ness monster. I could yeah. believe in the Jersey devil. Um, maybe just from fantasy or imagination uh, that I always grew up with. And as somebody was saying Bigfoot. And I think at this point I'm like, there's no such thing as Bigfoot. Bigfoot's a, a unicorn. It's a leopard. Right, that's where you draw the line, right? <laughs> I drew the line. I mean, honestly, yeah. you, tell, you tell anybody that you uh, saw Bigfoot and you might as well, you know, I mean, it's an embarrass. It was an embarrassing thing to even utter the word Bigfoot. You're like, dude, you might as well go, you know, find the Easter bunny or the tooth fairy. Oh, no, you make yourself look a little crazy. It's true. Yeah, it's totally true. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yep. So, um, you know, and I guess at this point, finding Bigfoot was already on. Mm-hmm. And, I, and honestly, I missed the first three seasons, I think, at this point. It was, it was 2000, late thir- 2013. And uh, I, I didn't really care to watch Finding Bigfoot because it was like finding a unicorn. It made no right. sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had no interest in Bigfoot at all. And that's okay. a good sound bite. I did not believe in Bigfoot. <laughs> and seen. <laughs> and seen. But, uh, and I, I know that was probably a longer introduction answer that you wanted. Uh, but this is just kind of <clears throat> how it just kind of just started for me. And after hearing those uh, vocals and not getting those out of my head, I had to go back out there. Yeah, and, no, and that's, honestly, that's awesome. Yeah, and honestly, that's where my journey began okay. right at that point. Very cool. And uh, in case the listeners don't know, uh, I'm going to guess most of them do because uh, 
Jay's made an awesome documentary called Finding Jay, and it is everywhere. Um, I highly recommend you check it out because, I mean, the camera work in it is great. I love the drone footage at the beginning. It's very, very cool. Um, you kind of uh, grazed over, just said Kettle Moraine, but when you actually see it, it's a, it's a beautiful forest. And just the fact where it's like these these uh, valleys and dips that are super huge made by glaciers, right? Like, yeah, th- yeah. it's got to be an incredible landscape up there, I would it, imagine. It, it, it's phenomenal. And, you know, I want to give uh, kudos to Scott Marcus, who okay. his, his drone, um, mm, because, I mean, okay. you know, he he's you know, he films out in Hollywood and all these other places. Oh, okay. He, I didn't know so, that. Yeah. yeah. So he gets these good shots, but we shot that uh, footage in 2015 and it was not meant for any documentary. This oh, really? was, yeah, this was actually, he came out one time, I took him out to the kettle and he wanted to get a good aerial shot of what it actually looked like because it's hard to mm-hmm. see on like Google maps or something, yeah. but you're, but you're right. The, the kettle moraine stretches, you know, over 150 miles up through the state of Wisconsin. It's mm-hmm. like 55,000 square acres of dense woods. Like you were saying, the valleys, the, the ponds, the lakes. Um, and, you know, when we go just into one of our little research areas, you can get turned around so easy in there. Oh yeah, I bet. So, you know, yep. you think, you think about it, but when you do see the, the footage, it is, it, it's immense, you know, it's, you know, I always say it's my home away from home. I mean, yeah, you, you gotta, you gotta check it out. Like it's, it's really good. And, uh, I would say probably the best way is to buy a copy of it. You can also see it on like Amazon prime. I noticed it's on there as well. Probably either way is going to benefit, uh, Jay and help his work, which is awesome. Um, I like it because there's a lot of, it's like you're following a story when you watch, watch this documentary and, uh, there's certain scenes that really stick out to me. And uh, I watched it uh, about a year ago. And I just watched it two days ago to, to refresh it in my mind. Yeah. Uh, but Thanks. different things I noticed each time. Uh, one scene I really liked, if if we could maybe um, bring you back to that time, is yeah, yeah. there's a scene with uh, you and a gentleman named Sanjay. Yes. And there's a lot of electricity in the air. There's a back and forth. Things are throwing uh, some someone's uh, something's throwing uh, acorns or rocks uh, through you through at, at you through the trees and can you kind of um, maybe bring the listener to uh, how it felt that day um, what was yeah. going on well I'll, I'll tell you what Sanjay Singhal great friend of mine now would you believe that footage was the first time I ever met him we were really? we were supposed okay. to go. We were supposed to go on an afternoon hike. Me, Sanjay, and Linda Godfrey. That's funny. Yeah, That's really and, funny. You'd never know because it's like you guys were super connected, and I was like, right. "They've got to be like, you know, best buds, buddies, or something." Yeah, that's yeah. so weird. Yeah, now, uh, yeah, okay. now it gets crazy. But uh, that's because uh, Sanjay is a great guy. Yeah, and, sure. And a researcher and does that, and I, you know, I feel like I always give everybody that benefit. And um, when we went out there. Again, uh, Linda couldn't make it, but we mm-hmm. were walking out there, and I started recording on that digital uh, digital tape camcorder. You know, I, I've updated with body cams and everything else since then, since okay. uh, 2014. But that's what I had then. Um, actually, it was the only unit I had that could uh, record in um, in infrared. So if we sure. were going out there later and it got darker. Yeah. At least yeah. I have infrared. I did have another HD camera, but so I let this thing just run. It was on 
and I'm holding this big kind of small boxy thing. Okay. And you know, I'm recording what we do here. And as we're walking, I'm not really looking at what I'm recording. And then Sanjay would look at something and I'd spot down. And I remember at one point, it was really intriguing when I went back through all the tape is he said, it seems like there's a bunch of acorns uh, dropping. And I, I think I just kind of agreed with him and that's not like me. I don't really, if somebody says, Shh, you smell that as a Ghostbuster reference. Right, right, right. Um, exactly. you know, yeah, yeah. But you yeah. know, if, like, Shh, did you yeah. hear that? And uh, I, I'd be like, no, I mean, I'd, I'd never want to add fuel to the fire, you know, coal to the fire. Um, and, but I did when I was recording it. So I don't know why I didn't have to know I heard him. It was early on in our hike. And as we're walking around, if you remember, I don't know what I caught, but there was some sort of black anomaly on the left side of the trail. Yeah. That, yep. that kind of, again, we don't know what it was. You know, I always, I say in the film, a black, you know, or it's an artifact, a video artifact. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's just, it's one of the most bizarre things because I didn't really pay attention to that after watching it the first right. time in 2014. I just went to the mm-hmm. rock parts. And so I'm looking at it and I'm like, what, what the hell is it? You know, and whatever it is, it seems like it's keeping pace and moving further away from us as we're walking yeah. when it shouldn't, even as an yeah. optical illusion. And the cool thing is I actually stop and look in that area. I don't know why, because I didn't know it was there. But if you remember, I kind of looked at that area and yeah, it there. exactly. And so that I wanted to put in the, that part of that film because it really is important for what's about to happen next. You know, uh, we're getting ready. It's starting to get dusk. So it's going to look not dark, but you know, it's not as light as it was. So it's starting to go down a little bit and we're walking and all of a sudden sure as anything, something drops by my feet and it sounds like a rock. And I mean, yeah. I heard it yeah. and I record it, yeah. but I'm like, um, you heard me. I'm like, I hope that was, was that an acorn or was that a rock? And uh, Sanjay's like, sounded like a rock but you can't be sure right right it could have been a heavier nut of an acorn or something dropping because we didn't hear anything go through the trees just landed by my feet okay again we were on the trails a little away from the trees it's still it didn't compute it it was just yeah but as we continue to walk here comes another one but this time you could actually hear it being thrown through the trees i always say i always say if you listen to an acorn they're going to fall. They're going to fall vertically. Yeah, exactly. Might, they, right. They might hit a branch or something yep. like that on the way down. This was going through the leaves. It was September. Yeah, you could tell. Yeah. You could hear it go. Yeah. It would land by our feet again as we were moving. So this happened several more times. And I, you know, at this point, I, I was like, who, who's throwing rocks? I didn't say Bigfoot was throwing rocks. I really didn't. I didn't really think about that. I'm just thinking, well, what is that? And then they stopped. And I'm like, huh, let's try an experiment. I'm a hunt the truth kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I pick up a rock and throw it out to where I'm thinking the rocks are coming from. And as soon as I do that, a crap load of rocks get whipped from a far distance because you can hear the trajectory of it yeah. just hitting the leaves, just and getting louder, 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 and landing by my feet again. Yeah, it's wild. It's pretty wild. So, you know, I, I'd say if you're a Bigfoot believer, you'd say it was Bigfoot. If you're a skeptic, you would right. say, um, like one of the guys on there, it was a hunter, somebody's trying to spook you or whatever. And some of that doesn't make sense to me because number one, even if they're trying to 
spook me. The terrain off those paths are crazy. They're, it's not a like a flat bridge that you're up and oh, you're, yeah. looking, you're looking down and you can kind of lead them and then throw it and then be accurate. No, they're, they're throwing through trees. My son actually said, how about the accuracy on that? Um, mm. If you think about it, if we were out in the woods and we tried to throw a rock at the path, Mm-hmm. what's the chances we're going to yeah. miss every tree, every, you know, briar, every, everything to get right by your feet every time or right. In yeah. Between that's wild. That's James. wild. Right. Yeah. So, that's a good point. Yeah. And there then are, oh, I was going to say one more quick thing. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. But you did see that branch. Mm-hmm. Remember when I stop and the branch lowers. Yeah. That's a wild part. That is, that is a wild part. Again, here's the thing. I focus so much when I researched all my tape back in 2014 and always looked at just the rock throws. And as I was making the documentary to get the rock throws is when I found that branch moved. And Mm -hmm. that is weird. Again, Bigfoot or not, something would have had to cause it to pull down. Yeah, totally. And I always say, hey, if it was a small animal or a squirrel, you know, even if a raccoon was coming out that time, as they move, you would see the branch as it goes, right? You kind of see the, the bouncing of the branch. This thing was literally like this and just went and was held. It was like, and just held down. So I don't know. I mean, there's, there's so many really crazy stories, uh, or I should say interesting not crazy to say, you know what I mean? But oh, I'll say interesting. Um, the one that, oh man, mm, I have two pads in my mind. Um, but I really wanted to address this. So you have, um, in your documentary, you have your, your young kids with you. Mm-hmm. And there's a part that I, I wanted to talk with you directly about is yeah. um, you're, you're in the Kettle Moraine uh, with um, Blake and McKenna. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And um, there's one part where, your kids actually see something and you're like your dad sense kicks in. You're like, it's time to get them out. Yeah. Talk to me. Maybe like what kind of stuff was going through your head there? That's pretty, as a dad, I, I would be like, wow, it's go time. Yeah, it is. And you know what? And that's always been one of my things. You've always, you've heard of David Pilates missing four one one. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Don't know what it is, but yep. You know, going out in the woods, we're going to go for a 45-minute hike in this mm-hmm. circle, a different area than the other place, but as the clove fry flies, not too far. Right. And um, I took him out, and I always practice safety first when I'm out right. there. Mm-hmm. That's my number one rule of hiking, safety first. If it doesn't feel right, leave. If, uh, yep. you, if, the, if your hiking partner is freaked out, you know what? it's best not to do this because if anything was to happen, this guy doesn't have your back. And um, so when I'm out with my kids, I always say no more than 15 feet ahead of me. I always trail. I never, yeah, I never lead because I want to see what's going on in front of me. And uh, during that hike, I, I had a, a weird feeling and I know feelings really aren't evidence at all. But I can tell you, I've been in this area hundreds of times mm-hmm. and I could be there at 11, 12 o'clock at night okay. and not feel a thing more like wow. sitting at home. In yep. My, yep. That's how comfortable I sure. am. This was about three, 3 PM in the afternoon in December. 
three thirty because the sun's you know you, you could just you know in those winter months that that's what's going on. Yeah, and uh, I was I was having these weird feelings, and I really didn't want my kids to really know that they know what I do when I go out there. In fact, they like to do it right. too, but but they don't right. sit there and dad look a bigfoot dad look a bigfoot dad they, they don't do that um and this was about maybe i don't know maybe 30 minutes into the hike is when we start turning the corner to start heading around back to the truck because it was going to mm-hmm. be a small hike kids were young yeah and blake the look on his face is nothing compared to what the video was okay um i i, I try to record testimonial right off right. the bat right and um he started telling me, he's like, there's something that just moved. I mean, his face was priceless of believability until I'm like, hold on, hold on. Keep that thought, man. I wish I would have just let him talk, but I got my phone out, hit video, go. And then he starts to explain it. But his first initial reaction was he looked frightened, you know, and Hmm. it it was one of those things where he said he saw something move off to the left Mm -hmm. and as he's talking and I'm recording him, I remember panning up with my camera and I'm also, you know, or not my camera, my my phone. And I can, I can actually hold it up and look with my own eyes when I'm looking, I'm not just looking through the phone. Yeah. And I I see this dark patch out there and it does catch Mm. my eye, but it, it didn't, it didn't feel right. Um, I didn't, it's like, I didn't feel, uh, you know, petrified or scared. It was more a right. warning, a red flag of get out of there. There's something I didn't really explain in there. As I was saying, when I was filming it, I said, I didn't want to keep my camera on it because I felt if I did, I was doing something wrong. Do no, you, you, you do actually say that. And that's the part where I'm like, Oh wow. That's, that's very interesting. Actually. When you say that it's, it, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Well, and, he, and here's the thing, because a lot of pe- people I've been criticized for, why do you just go out there? If that, if that was a Bigfoot, why, you know, until you're in the situation, I know I had my two yeah. kids there and I'm not going to play action, action, Jackson, Jackson. Exactly. With, uh, right. With doing yeah. that. But I didn't even want to stick around there. Um, to clarify what I meant by that was, the reason why I didn't want to film it is I said, can you imagine going into a bad part of the city? Let me say Chicago, Milwaukee, sure. wherever, New York. Yeah. And it's late at night. <laughs> There's only two, three cars parked out there. Yeah. You're going to your car to get into your car. A kitty corner from you is looks like two guys are trying to crank open the door with, with a tool. Now, can you imagine picking the video camera up and facing it towards them? Yeah. Your, your yeah. phone. Not a good idea, right? Not a good idea. Why and how come? Because you're asking for trouble. <laughs> what would because what would happen if they saw you? They didn't want to take you out. Exactly. Yeah. So therefore, that's really what I meant when I said I I saw this shadowy figure out there. Yeah. Sure. I didn't. I did sense. not want. I did not want to keep my camera on it. It was weird. Yeah. And okay. you know what? You could always say Monday morning quarterback or rookie mistake or you know. Which whichever, all I know is that I, my kids were my top priority, and I yeah, felt as it really, should be. Yep. Yeah, and I felt yep. it was just time for them to go. And I know Blake was kind of telling me what he saw, and McKenna chimes in, and I saw the same type of Bigfoot. He pointing to her brother. She's only what right five at <laughs> five at the time, six. Yep. 
yeah. what he saw. I go, well, what was it? It was brown and it had big feet. Okay. So, yeah. you know, right. that's the cute part of it being that young, you know, and growing up in this. But my son, you know, he, you know, later on, even I think it was even a year later, year and a half later after that incident happened in 2017. Okay. Um, and he said, I, I, dad, I don't know if I really saw it. He's, you know, and I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, I, I, and he kept feeling kind of bad. Mm-hmm. He goes, I mate, I don't know. And, but I didn't really show him that footage of what was blown up. Oh, okay. But it is. And then when he saw it, it was like his memory came back. Wow. Yeah. And, and yeah, sure. I guess I like to share that story because I, it's hard for me to remember the rock incident unless I watch it. Yeah. It so exactly. long ago, we're yeah. humans. It, it's there. It's a wow factor. You try to process mm-hmm. it. It's gone. Just like my, yeah. the sighting I had, you know, yeah, I'm like, that evidence. damn, yeah. I wish I could go back there and sit and watch me watch it. So I sure. could watch it longer, yeah. you know? And uh, so, but that's the reason why I like to tell the Blake story is because you forget, you forget about these things. You, you question yourself and though you should, it was uh, something pretty amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and I'll just say, so those two scenes, mm-hmm. let's say, that's just a tip of the iceberg from Finding Jay. There's many, many more scenes. So, you know, definitely everyone listening to this, watching this, check it out. Um, after I watched that, I was like, okay, so what is he doing now after this? So I kind of went on a, a Jay deep dive here. Yeah. And um, I found your YouTube channel, found your Instagram. Uh, there's one thing I noticed on the Instagram I wanted to bring up and I didn't see the date on this. I think it's pretty recent. I'll let you, you know, mm-hmm. fill that in, but you had put a, um, uh, uh, audio recorder mm-hmm. on a tree yep. out in the woods and let it play. And then you right. went and retrieved it. Have you gone over that audio yet? Or, uh, you know, I did. Um, okay. and again, the reason why I don't post it is if I don't have any news, right. I don't want to, I yeah. don't want to just post something saying, Hey, guess what? I found nothing, but in a way I should, but you know, I'm not, I'm not posting for that popularity, that comment, that like, and how many yep, friends yep. or whatever. I'm doing it for the truth. And if I don't have anything to really reveal, I feel, eh, why really do it? But um, the one thing I did learn about this audio recorder is while it it has enough memory to record up to 35 hours, that's kind of an on, off, on, off, on, off usage. So Mm. if you were, you know, the battery I have should be able to last, you know, weeks, right? Mm. And okay. that way you could be recording for one hour here, half hour here, turn it off, record it, you know, dictation or whatever. I just, I put a fresh battery in it, hit go. It records eight hours when it's active. So even though I have 35 hours of space to put on there, I can only record up to eight hours before the unit shuts off. There's interesting. Uh, yeah. There's nothing I can do about, but it's something that I've learned. So okay. uh, when I do this again, I, they've closed down all state parks and everything in Wisconsin. Yeah, you, so you, up there, you, well, I'm in, in central Iowa. We kind of have a little bit more, uh, well, we're self quarantining, but yeah. Um, you guys up there are pretty much locked down, right? Yeah. We're, I mean, yeah. we're locked down and okay. You know, it's funny. The memes that come out on Facebook is oh. uh, this, it shows somebody like on this empty lake on a boat with a sunset, with a fishing pole in his sun. And it said, this is not safe. And it shows Walmart with a bunch of people saying, this is safe. 
That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, it doesn't make yeah. doesn't make sense. Hopefully, people in the future are really confused about what we're talking about. That would be awesome to know that we've gotten to the point that we're confused. But if you're confused, we're talking about the COVID nineteen of twenty twenty. So look that up. Yeah, Hopefully actually, you think about eventually. it, <laughs> right? Actually, if you think about it, this podcast is making history. We're yeah. actually doing this. So if anybody finds this digital footage in the future, that's say true. Hello to your future self, or yeah. Your, you know, old, old, my, my son being an old grandpa. <laughs> yeah, but, check um, it out. yeah, but they really kind of shut it down here right now. Yeah. So I haven't, uh, I haven't been back out with that audio device. Um, okay. Like I said, it records up to eight hours. So sure. next time, because what I really want to capture is the overnight stuff. Oh, yeah, so, sure. so if you think about it, I'd have to get out there more. And I've been out there as late as 11, 12, one, mm. you know, Yep, um, yep. but, uh, I, the people that I hike with are either too cold, too mosquito-y, too tired. Um, so I haven't found an ex- exact clone of me to, to get out there and say, Hey Jay, you want to do it? Yeah, Jay, let's do it. You know, right. and, and, and be right. out there and go for the long haul. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, next time I go out there, I'll have to put the recorder out, fresh batteries, fresh everything, okay. uh, probably around 11 o'clock and get the overnight because, yep, exactly. you know, the kettle moraine, you know, you think as vast as it is, it's still kind of surrounded by communities all the way around. Oh, interesting. Know? Okay. Um, and then it gets open and then there's more population. It goes like that all the way through the, the state of Wisconsin. So vocalizations, especially during the day or 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock hours, might, if they're this loud, could they be heard from locals? Absolutely. And, and I, I really wish I could just knock on everyone's door. And be like, hey, you guys live up here. Do you guys ever hear like a weird howl? You know, and just try to <laughs> right. get people exactly. to get yeah. people that to, to answer that. Yeah. yeah. Um, however, what happens at two, three, four in the morning when mm-hmm. most of the human population is sleeping? Can exactly. they converse at that time? Damn it. Yeah. I want to find that answer. Gotcha. I, you know, I want gotcha. that. So uh that last one only recorded until about I think I put it on around five. I got done around midnight and nothing, you know, okay. I mean, uh, good to know though. Yeah. yeah I mean, you know, you yeah. kind of hear some wind um, yep. below. That's the other thing is if there's no wind with this particular mic or this particular unit really picks that up. So it's like, do I get it now? I'm thinking, do I have to get, um, you know, extensive extended uh, microphone with a, a windshield on it? to play right, something right. but i'm like you saw what i put it in it was camo you know, yeah yeah no it, a white recorder I mean, it was, yeah it worked <laughs> it, yeah. it, it served yeah. as far as but then here's yeah. the other thing um just like ghost hunting mm-hmm. it's one of the things that i would never do to go back if i was going to ghost hunt to do it okay. that way people go out to a house by request or by pay and play or, or whatever they're going to do to investigate and they do it for a night and I know there's a lot of equipment they have to check through. It's not just one audio device the whole night. There's generally, you know, four or five of those. And there's static cameras everywhere. Right. And you have to you have to look at every one of those when you do a ghost investigation um, in real time. You can't skip forward. You can't be distracted and petting the dog or, or whatever. You have to focus on your evidence. And that takes a long, long time. However, even though it takes a long time, one night in a house does not make it haunted or not. You know, you have to be tenacious. Yeah. And get out there over and over and over again, not revisit it in six months or a year, get out there the next weekend, 
you know, if you could stay there for a week, you know, to get the people to move out saying, Hey, we'll, we'll investigate your house for a week. But anyway, (laughs) but, but that, but that's how the woods is. Um, Oh yeah, no, that's true. Same thing. So that recording that I caught nothing doesn't make me feel like, Oh man, you know, I only recorded it this time and there was nothing. Try it again. 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 What is, um, let's say thinking into the future, um, what's coming down the road for Jay? What are your, what are your plans, uh, goals? I know you've been involved with some pretty cool stuff recently. Didn't you, uh, you helped, um, interview, uh, Ron Moorhead yeah, on a, yeah. a podcast, which is, that's pretty awesome. It's it was. Cool. Yeah. Cause yeah. definitely he was definitely, uh, yeah. uh, him and Dr. Jeff Meldrum, I guess. See, those two guys are just, I mean, they're my, they're my go-to guys in the Bigfoot that's world awesome. of, instead yeah. of being a TV personality, they're, they're good guys. They got it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, so what's on the line for me? Um, I am going to release um, Finding Jay Lost and Found this summer. What that is, awesome. is bo- it's, it's bonus material. It's going to be extended oh, interviews man. with Randy. Um, so you'll get to see more okay, of, yeah. of what happened uh, when he got back to the station and police officer gentleman yeah, at the very yes. end of the documentary. Yeah. That's a great story. You, uh, if you're listening, you got to check it out. I mean, just for that, that's fantastic. It, it was, it's that, that's why wow. I want to put it. That's why I put him at the end. And at the end of the credit said, everyone's listed and Randy Messamore at the end. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. So uh, very intense. Yeah. But anyway, I'm going to release okay. that this summer. It won't be as long as the two hour documentary. Everyone says it was mm-hmm. too long, but you know what? Before it hit the cutting room floor, it was longer than Avengers Endgame. I had to cut it. <laughs> I had to get it cut down to That's under awesome. two hours, and yeah. I, I couldn't do it. And oh man, it is what it is. So, uh, Finding wow. Jay Lost and Found will be primarily some behind some behind the scenes. Um, okay, you know stuff like That's that. That's awesome. Great. That's yeah, kind so, of breaking news there, right? Yes, yeah, breaking news. That's you're awesome. Hearing, you're hearing. I it. love it. Yeah, yeah, cool. We'll be uh, definitely looking forward to that. Um, is the best way to follow your, your exploits and everything. Uh, it looks like uh, Instagram is kind of your, you're maybe focusing on that or um, what would you say? Like if there's someone that is really into this interview, they go watch finding Jay and they want to keep up to date with what you're doing. Uh, do you recommend? Anything? You know what? I, I, yeah, I tell them this Instagram, that's kind of an addiction to post. Right. And, yeah. and for me, I don't get on there to follow a bunch of people. Sure. Or worry about a bunch of people following me. I'm putting that out there, and um, some of it's you know meme type stuff and whatever. Yeah, um, but is, to get yeah. the actual um, is going to my website jbachochin.com. Okay, and uh, there I'm gonna. It's actually a new, updated, fresh website. Great navigation. Okay. I, I'm throwing a lot more uh, pictures in the gallery. Uh, it it's basically it's a different um, host service than what I've been using. So I've kind of revamped okay. the whole website. Everybody always knew me as J of uh, WPI. WPI, yep. yep. But the thing is, even though that is what me and my wife found, and, and it is our, our baby, it's our umbrella company, sure. or umbrella organization, um, we'll always keep that. It's going to be a secondary link to anybody that has my old website. It'll take it right to the new one. Okay, but, nice. Yeah. I mean, but honestly, people know me as me now 
you know, they don't say J of WPI. They just say my name. and Which is great. I, I think that's the way it should be. Well, it is. I mean, my wife's yeah. always like, don't let your head get too big. You know, that door is only... <laughs> I'm like, I try to stay as, as, as humble as I can. And I don't know if a man can be humble by saying I'm humble, but it's the truth. It's like, I, yeah. I like my, my, my simple little corner here in Southeast Wisconsin with my family, um, you know, going to church and loving our family. Yeah. And, you know, so that's really what matters to me. And it's not even that's so good. much that's going good. out, trying to prove Bigfoot exists, you know, uh, what am I, what are my biggest statements? And I didn't say this in finding Jay, but after that kind of came out, it was more, you know, people kept saying, Jay, it was this hunter throwing rocks or what you saw was this, what you saw, whatever. Okay. Whatever. Whether you believe or not, just go out and discover for yourself. That's it. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and try to convince you anymore of, um, you know, what's, what's real, what's not take my word on it or don't. And it doesn't matter. I'm not going to try to convince you. I'm not going to, you know, shove it down your throat that it's Bigfoot. Personally, (laughs) I think Bigfoot hundred percent exists out there. So good. Yeah. I'm I'm still researching. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Good. So yeah, I'm still researching, but it's been about a month since I've been out and that's okay. It's okay. Because everyone's like, everybody knows me that used to go out every week, every week, every week, you know, except deer hunting. And they're like, well, how's it been going? And I said, it's slow, but you know what? This whole researching and investigating for myself mm-hmm. is it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. That's right. It's a marathon. Yep. That, yep. That, that's it. So, yeah. Yeah. And eventually we'll get past the COVID-19 and it'll be back time to research again. Yeah. Again, Definitely. thank you for coming on the podcast tonight. Uh, it's awesome to get uh, your actual thoughts about certain things from the documentary. And um, my listeners will definitely be checking out your uh, website at jpachoshin.com. And we'll be looking forward to uh, uh, Finding Jay, the Lost Tapes coming out this uh, this summer, which is super, summer. super exciting. But- it's it's going to be close, but thank you very much for <laughs> having me on my yeah. show. But if you want to find me, uh, there are links to uh, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook on my website. My thing okay. is that whenever I post, I'm posting on like four or five different things at once. It's getting tiring. It's so crazy. It's like, yep. I'm just yep. going to try to focus on the website. But if you happen to be on Facebook and, you know, I have pages, personal, uh, Finding Jay. I've got too, I've got too many. I got too many, man. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Thanks again, Jay. Uh, I th- we'll we'll need to cut it off now because I'm uh, the uh, the cheap Zoom user, so we're at forty minutes, right? But um, hopefully, we'll we'll have to do a follow up, uh, maybe in a few months or a year, or something like that. I'll I'll hit you up and we'll see what we can uh, find out after Lost Tapes come out, and we'll chat about that. I think that'd be good. So. Definitely. Thanks for having right. me. I truly appreciate the opportunity. Nice to chat with you, Jay. Have Thanks. a good one. You too.